What is up, world? John Shute here with another podcast. Today, I have the honor and privilege of being here with Adolphus Bush V. Adolphus, how you doing, man? It's good doing to great, see you. John. Yeah, good to see you as well. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Um, yeah, you and I have been working together for a few years now, uh, which is really cool. Uh, we have a lot of similar hobbies and interests in mind. Like, we both love cannabis fun. Uh, we both love snowboarding too. We love we both love being outdoors. Um, it's funny. I feel I was just texting you like last week, saying I, I was on my way to Keystone, and uh, was saying the last time I was there was like right when the pandemic started, like day one in Colorado, the pandemic. We were like it, up at Keystone, finding out about it. Like it was just such like uh, a crazy moment to be up there, but also like one of my, one of my favorite days of the season, man um it's funny I, I remember I think the last thing I did socially was I want to say it was March 8th and it was a lane 8 concert in Denver and that was like the same weekend that we went snowboarding I think and then five days later on March 13th they shut everything down <laughs> yep yep yeah man it was just yeah home workouts and just grinding from home man um so Adolphus, man, I want to, again, I know we kind of gave you an overview of our podcast. Um, I really want to dive into your story a little bit more because you have a lot of really, really great things going on all over the country in cannabis. Uh, we work together on the project here in Colorado. Um, you come from uh, a very unique family history. You're a member of the uh, Anheuser-Busch family, um, which has a ton of history we all know about. And you kind of take a similar approach to um, the business these days and the brands that you're producing in the cannabis space. Tell us a little bit more about your family history in a nutshell and leading into like where you grew up and how that led into you consuming cannabis and it's incorporated into your life. Yeah. So I know it's a big question. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a cool history though. I, you know, I got to, Kind of live it and breathe it. Yeah, <laughs> I got to kind of live it and breathe it for you know my entire childhood and obviously my entire life. And you know I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. That's that's where Budweiser really entered the um, U.S. market. And you know I'm I'm Adolphus Bush the fifth. Adolphus Bush the first came over um, in the 1800s, brought the Budweiser formulation, and came over to St. Louis and started creating what today is in where, where was the origin of of him where he come from from germany so germany. Came over came over from from germany um with that formulation the budweiser formulation and um the rest i guess is history but you know growing up <laughs> in was great i've got a huge family um i've got you know i've got i've got five uncles and aunts um and my my dad had on my dad's side we have about 30 of us cousins so it's a large family we always got together for all of the holidays and it was just a a really great family environment growing up of course there's been some um you know there's been a little turmoil in the family over the years just because of how big the company got and then when we sold to InBev in 2008 there's been some ruffled feathers over the years but that's that's just going to happen in that type of family and and I think everyone always 
will eventually come back together. So yeah, born and raised in St. Louis, um, really got to learn a lot about um, business growing up, just being around that environment all the time and being, you know, having that firsthand experience with one of the largest brands um, in the world, Budweiser and Bud Light and the other Anheuser-Busch brands and got to see those evolve over the years. So I think I, I, think I, took, I took after um, some of my family members and always had that entrepreneurial mindset and really wanted to launch a company of my own and create a brand of my own and a legacy of my own. So yeah, I, you know, I, we went skiing out in Colorado quite a bit growing up. Um, and I loved Colorado. I didn't go to school out there because of cannabis. I really went to school out there because of snowboarding and the rivers. I do a lot of, you know, whitewater kayaking and just love being outdoors. So I went to school. And where did you, where did you go? So I went to Colorado State University in Fort Collins um, and, and really got to experience, I guess, the, the medical cannabis industry when I was in Colorado, saw it progressing towards recreational. And um, I was actually applying. I actually applied for a position um, at Anheuser-Busch in 2012, the year before I graduated. And they denied or they, they did not hire me because there's a nepotism law over there now where they cannot hire Bush family members anymore, unfortunately. Whoa. So um, I actually jumped into the cannabis industry right out of college. Interesting. Yep. Prior to college, when, and I know Missouri, um, you know, you and I are around the same age, like, you know, I grew up in a non-legal state. Um, how did like a cannabis get introduced to your life and when did you kind of recognize the benefits, not only from like a business perspective, as we're talking about now, but just like personal well-being and how it's impacted you or people that you know. Yeah, that's always a tricky question for for people like us who are in the cannabis space, because, you know, it's kind of weird saying that we might have um, experienced cannabis before we were of the legal age. But going back to, you know, high school, um, I think the majority of, of people who consume cannabis these days probably were around it or experienced it a couple times in high school. Um, that was the first time I was, um, I guess I, I experienced cannabis. And then really I got a good um, handle on kind of the industry and where it was going in, in Colorado, just because they were light years ahead of Missouri. Um, so that's where I truly started to learn more about the industry and about the plant and, and cannabis um, and all of, its, all of its benefits. So that's kind of when my knowledge really started to progress was in college. Um, but I first was around it in, in St. Louis back in high school, so. And have you, would you say that that kind of like you've catered it to your active lifestyle and it's kind of just enhanced your mindset and the way you approach certain things, especially when you're just like enjoying yourself or? Absolutely. I think, you know, I think it goes hand in hand. Um, I truly uh, prefer, and, and I, again, probably shouldn't be saying this because I think my, um, the beer gods would strike down on me or, or my family would be upset, but, <laughs> but I prefer, you know, cannabis over alcohol. Um, I truly do yeah. like being hung over the next day. That, that doesn't mean I don't love having a good beer or, you know, a whiskey or a tequila or something like that. I truly love having those types of cocktails or a beer um, for the flavor and for the effects, but not in excess. You know, I'm, I'm way past those days. I'm 30 now and 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't like being hung over anymore. So I really drink for the flavor. Um, and, and cannabis is, is definitely a good substitute. And it's, it's really helped me. I've felt over the years um, deal with some of my, whether it be, you know, anger or um, just it's, it's obviously a great product for a social setting or a social environment. And um, just for creating relationships, I think it, it goes hand in hand with a lot of different social activities. Um, so that's, yeah, you know, it's, it's been a great thing for me over the years. And I, I truly see a lot of medical benefits as well as just a lot of day-to-day benefits for someone like, for someone like us. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, especially someone who lives a similar lifestyle to you. Um, yeah, it's crazy how, and it, it, what's really cool is like, I feel like I've like catered it and with your products in particular, like you can cater them to like different times of your day and different situations that like you find yourself in, which I think is like the beautiful part about the future of cannabis. Um, so what, so it was in college, so was it college when, or like shortly after you graduated when like ABV, uh, cannabis co came to life when did that kind of start in, in in your brain yeah it's interesting so you know probably 2000 and I don't know probably 2010 2011 when I was in college I started thinking about it I started I, I knew that I wanted to create a brand or knew that I wanted to you know kind of create my own company whether that was a brand or something else um, and I started putting a lot of thought into it uh, 2011, 2012, I really started thinking about creating a cannabis brand and, and, or, um, more of a vertically integrated cannabis company just started throwing around ideas and, and throwing around brand names. And then, you know, the actual brand name ABV didn't come to life until 2017. I don't think, um, we had a bunch of different names that we put on paper in college and then I realized when I was graduating that I, you know, in my family, um, throughout really all of history with Anheuser-Busch, whoever was running the company at that time, their children, um, they made, you know, kind of work from the ground up within Anheuser-Busch so that they knew everything from sourcing the ingredients like the hops and the wheat and the barley and you name it, to uh, the production process, to the canning lines, to um, you name it. I mean, they, they worked in every facet of the industry so that they could understand how all of the different arms of the company worked. And then eventually, hopefully worked their way up to um, a large leader, leadership role. So I kind of did this same thing in cannabis. I started out um, with a seed to sale tracking software company called Biotrack. Then I worked for a company called Lightshade, which is a chain of dispensaries. Um, and then I spent about three years a little over two and a half years at um, Keefe Cola, which is a leading infused beverage in the Colorado market. They do, you know, vape pens and all kinds of other products as well. Um, and then worked for a company called Pure Greens. And when I was at Pure Greens, after after my time at Keefe Cola, um, Pure Greens allowed me to launch my brand through their infrastructure in Colorado. So I have a licensing deal in Colorado that allowed me to keep my business running very efficiently. Um, without infrastructure of my own. So it was a great partnership with Pure Greens. Um, and it, it truly came, it, it was truly developed in 2017 after years of thinking about what I wanted to do and the, mo- and the smartest way for me to start out. 
Um, and, and that's when it came to life. And then we launched in 2018. Nice. That's awesome. I didn't know, I didn't even know that, that, that part of the story. Yep. Um, so what's really cool is we've been working for you for about a year and a half, two years now. Yeah. I don't even, I don't even, I'm not even sure. It seems like a while. Um, <laughs> year and a half. Yeah, year and a half. Um, and now we're going through a rebranding process for ABV, uh, taking it more, taking a more national approach to the branding, um, trying to keep the initial vibe and uh, brand recognition that the brand is initially established here in Colorado. Um, really excited about launching this as just kind of a premier specialized pre-roll company. Um, you have some other projects going on too. And I know ABV is going to be launching in other states as well. Um, what can you tell us about some of the other projects you have going on? And if there is anything that we've missed touching on about ABV? Yeah. Um, I mean, you're, you're, you're right on because you do a lot of the work for ABV. So we're, <laughs> yeah. we're doing the, the brand, I guess, refresh and kind of making it a little bit more, um, a little bit more modern, just so that it has more of a national appeal, I would say, and eventually a, an international appeal as well. Um, and, your heads up. and still, you know, still looking into quite a few other states as well for similar lic licensing deals so that we can get our brand in other states. But the, the trickiest part about that is making sure to find the right partner with the same values and the same, you know, mission as, as ABV. So that's, that's always been a little bit of a struggle, but um, everything's going well in Colorado and being born and raised in Missouri, we started applying for, once we saw medical cannabis, you know, really progressing in Missouri, we started applying for licenses. So we passed amendment two here in Missouri um, in November of 2018. The application process opened at the beginning of 2019. We ended up applying for the max amount of licenses any one business could be awarded back here in Missouri. And that was five dispensaries, um, three cultivation licenses and three manufacturing licenses. We unfortunately were denied all of our dispensary licenses and all of our cultivation licenses, but we were awarded all three of our manufacturing. So uh, we've been in the build out process for really since, um, so we applied in 19, we were awarded the licenses in January of 2020, and then we just hit the ground running. We're building a facility on uh, my land in St. Peter's, Missouri, which will be finished at the end of April. Um, and then we have another facility downtown St. Louis. Um, and that should be finished right around the end of April as well. It's already, it's a building that is already built. We are actually leasing the building. Um, so we don't have a, a new build there. So we're developing a few new brands. We're bringing ABV in. Um, and the company here in Missouri is called Teal, T-E-A-L. Um, and that is the name of our infrastructure. So when we do acquire our dispensaries, it'll be Teal Dispensary. Um, and then Teal, on, from the, a brand perspective, is our oil brand. Um, the, one, the one product that is not oil related in the beginning will be one gram pre-rolled joints. But Teal um, is our oil brand. And then we have another brand called High Five, which is our edible brand. So we're launching two new brands here in Missouri. Uh, very excited about that. We actually are getting very close to finishing our raise, um, our first raise. And, and we are, you know, 
we are well on our way to be operational. We should be operational beginning of June is what we're hoping or product to market beginning of June. That's amazing. That's awesome, man. Congratulations on all of that. Yeah, thank you. It's been a it's been a long two years to say the least. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> Applying. Yeah, the cannabis industry can throw you, throw you some curveballs, that's for sure. Yeah, that is for sure. But uh, <laughs> we yeah, we do have some some irons in the fire to um, to capture cultivation and dispensary licenses here in Missouri, whether that's through partnering with other groups or um, acquiring licenses down the road. And we also have our appeals out there. There were a lot of people in Missouri who appealed um, that because they were not awarded their license, but they felt like they should have been awarded their license. Um, so we do have some appeals out there. So hoping that those are successful as well. That's awesome. Well, Adolphus, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate you sharing all this great information with, with me and our, our listeners and our viewers. Um, I'm wishing you the best of luck. And yeah, I hope you have a really good rest of the day. And I'm sure I'll be talking to you soon. Sounds great. Thanks, John. I appreciate you having me on. My pleasure.